Luke is a wonderful preacher, a powerful storyteller. He's setting us up, y'all, in his gospel to understand what he believes God is doing in the world, which is all about making what's broken whole, making what's crooked straight, what's high, low, about evening out the playing field, if you will. And all the way into this point in the gospel, he's taking us to the space where God comes all the way down, all the way down into human history to show us what fierce love looks like. Luke takes chapter one to set up the story of Elizabeth and Mary and their unbelievable pregnancies. Zechariah and Elizabeth are old folks and their, their stuff is not supposed to pr produce babies, but they need one, want one so badly. And, and God shows up in this miraculous way to deliver a child into Elizabeth's womb. God shows up in this miraculous way, this miraculous way to come over or overcome a young maiden, Mary, and she too is with child. So the story of the, of, the, of the God coming down to earth starts with two old people and two women. Luke is setting us up to understand the business of God's fierce love. And here in this chapter, it's really just seven scant verses to get us to the baby Jesus being born. Luke wants us to understand that it's a particular time and place, who's the governor, what town they live in, that Mary and Joseph have to travel to Bethlehem, Bethlehem, the town of David, so that they are fulfilling scripture, so that this baby born belongs to the house of David and can claim that lineage. And then in just one verse, she gives birth to her firstborn, meaning there's probably some more. She wraps it in bands of cloth, this baby, to keep it warm and womb-like, to keep its limbs straight. And she lays the baby in a manger because this is where she's given birth, in a place where the cows eat, in the barn, in the stable. Manger from the French word manger, to eat. This is the place of cattle and lamb and oxen eating that this baby lays down. And that's all Luke's got to say about Jesus for a long time. I mean, our whole Christian faith is built around the birth of this baby. And Jesus gets one verse in this drama, one verse in this drama. And Luke goes on to preach the sermon he wants us to hear, the one I want us to hear. Angels, a heavenly host of angels, startle a bunch of shepherds in a field. Now, it can feel like this shepherd life is some pastoral beautiful scene with, you know, sound of music type hills and beautiful white shiny sheep bipping and skipping around. That, that's not really what it is. The shepherds, the ones who move the, the animals across the field, live with the animals across the field. They are outsiders. They are outcast. They don't make a lot of money. They don't have a place to lay their head. They are 
the edgy ones, the, the outcast ones. And this is who God announces. God says through the angels, hey, something amazing is happening. And it's happening in Bethlehem. And you need to go see it. And this is how you'll know when you get there, there'll be a baby lying in a manger, wrapped in clothing. Go and check it out. And the shepherds do. They go quickly. They go with urgency. And they get to the, to the cow place, to the barn. And there's Mary, there's Joseph, and there's the little babe wrapped in cloth, laying in the place where the cows have eaten and will eat again. And this is how the shepherds believe God's promise is real. God's showing up is real. God's intervention in human history is real. God comes to, to, to some old folks, to an unwed mother, and to shepherds who belong on the outside of culture. This fierce love that comes all the way down, comes humble, comes lowly, an infant lowly, an outcast baby born in an outcast place, being made real and present and revealed to outcast people. What does that mean to us? We middle family who have been homeless, if you will, who have felt outside of our physical space, outside of our comfort zone, outside of the place where we have memories and love and history and stories. The baby comes to us, y'all. The fierce love in the manger is for us to remind us that just like the shepherds are on the move and we're on the move wandering through the fields of unknowing, of fire, of COVID, of rampant racism and political upheaval, we who are wandering through the hotness, God's revelation of fierce love is for us. And we don't need to be comfortable to have it because God came to the uncomfortable ones. We who are distressed and displaced, just like those shepherds, God comes to show us who God is and how fierce God's love is for us. And all of us, everyone within the sound of my voice who, who is experiencing life in these United States, the incredible uncivility, the persistent nature of white supremacy, the class wars and the clashes around politic, the erosion of civil rights, all of the things that give us pause and cause us heartbreak and pain, that make us feel like strangers in a strange land. The miracle of the love coming down comes to us. Not because we're all right, not because we're comfortable, not because we're ready, because we're not ready, because we're on the move, because we're fleeing and looking for a place to call home. The manger, the baby lying in the manger is home for us. It's a destination. It's a symbol of God's willingness to be everything for us and to do anything for us to break into the world in a way that catches us off guard, in a way 
that can teach us that there's no place, no out of doors, no out of place, no out of sorts, no out of our minds that's too far or too low where God won't come to meet us right there. That's love in the manger, y'all. Fierce love in the manger available to us in our distress to light our way and love us all the way home. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. May it be so.